Welcome back to Backstage Cinema, the best destination for all things movies, movie making, and more. I'm your host, Ike. And I'm your host, Jaden. And we are riding solo today, boys and girls. That we are. 2022, it is almost up. Um, and just based on the fact that this is a movie podcast and we were like, what, what are we going to kind of, we're not sending you off. This isn't the last episode of the month or the year. So don't freak out. Like this is all we have left. Yeah. Cause we all, we all knew that you were going to cry and piss your pants. And no, you 100%. found out that we were going to No, just one person. It's Eric, isn't it? I was Eric. Like, I know. Yeah. I know it's you. <laughs> if not, maybe Zach, because he won't follow us back. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Zach. This yeah, is that, here. <laughs> <laughs> that this joke is. will never die. Um, yeah. but yeah, we but figured. You will, Zach. So you best follow us before you, that happens to you. We will find you. And when we find you, we will kill you. <laughs> Vigorously. We're going to get flagged for this. <laughs> Probably, <laughs> but I mean, hey, we'll send those flags over to him. Maybe he'll see the flags waving high in the air. Yeah, huge, like, no. huge white flag, like a surrender flag. Well, so it can't be the French. I mean, Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry if there's any French listeners. I don't think we have any French listeners. Yeah, what listeners are you guys going to cry to your baguettes and croissants? Oh, si vous like moi. Sorry. I don't know what's happening, but I don't know. But hey, yeah. 2022 is winding down, and mm-hmm. our I believe it's our most successful episode was our second episode ever where we talked our 10, well, I guess more like 16 or 17, but our 10 most anticipated films of this year. Now, there's still a few weeks left, mm-hmm. so we'll both probably mention a couple of movies that are on our lists, but we haven't seen yet because they're not out. Uh, but we're just going to take a look back at the list and what we would actually rank. Um, we watched a lot of movies this year. That we did. Um, and from 2022, I don't know how many you watched. I think I had like 30, 31 or 32 theater movies. Ooh, I don't know that I had that many. I'd probably say 15. That's not bad. So we're we're just going to basically go through it. Um yeah, but I guess before, do we want to kind of like reiterate what our lists at the yeah. beginning of the year were? Might as well. And then if you haven't listened to that episode, please go ahead, go back, listen to those episodes as we go kind of into depth yeah. about why we put those as our uh, in the particular order that we did, because we're probably not going to go into like super big detail here, but uh, starting off with my number 10, my number 10 was Thor Love and Thunder. And I regret that choice because Thor Love and Thunder was really weird. Yeah, I I feel the exact same way. Um, I will reiterate what Ike just said. Yeah, please listen. Use this as a pausing moment. Um, mm-hmm. Listen to that episode. It's almost like two hours long. I don't know if this will be two hours long, but this one could be a little bit longer. Um, but yeah. Oh, did you do your honorable mentions of last year? Oh, I don't. I don't even know if I have my honorable mentions. No, I do. I do have them here. I see them. Okay. Yeah, so yours because hey, I was about to say mine. The goal, the goal with this episode is to to be the most popular episode. So if you're not sharing this around <laughs> with all your friends, then we're adding you to the hit list right up there with Zach. But yep. like, not not, not as we much. won't want to kill you just quite as much as Zach. But yeah. like, little, little small difference. Yeah, Ben, if you're if you're listening, let Zach know. Do it because he doesn't listen to us. That's for sure. All right. Uh, do we want to do uh, honorable mentions then? Yeah. You you say yours, and you like Ike just said yours was Doctor Strange, right? Uh, Thor Love and Thunder. Thor Love and Thunder yeah, was yeah. that, yeah. But honorable mentions were Death on the Nile. Still haven't seen that yet. I need to. Um, Bullet Train. I'll talk about that more later. Havoc. I don't even remember what that one is. Black Adam. Uh, maybe we'll touch on it later. Yeah, we'll Black see. Panther 2. Definitely we'll talk about. And then Aquaman 2 and Spider-Man, which did not come out this year. Yep. So that's it for that. Yeah. And my honorable mentions, uh, my unknown, and I'll throw it in there, was Black Panther 2 because originally at the beginning of the year it didn't look like it would come out this year. 
Uh, my honorable mentions were Sonic the Hedgehog 2, yeah. The Adams Project, Top Gun Maverick, which we'll, I know I'm going to be talking about later. Yep, we'll and talk I, about I think it. You will too. Um, the Mario or the Super Mario Brothers movie, which didn't come out, um, mm-hmm. and Aquaman 2 also didn't come out. So my number 10 was Doctor Strange 2. Multiverse of Midness. We Multiverse talked of badness. It was worse extensively than mid. on how we did not really like this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll leave it at that. What's your number nine? Number nine, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Again, it's not even worth my time talking about this point to BH. So. Yeah. My number nine was Thor Love and Thunder. Just like Ike, disappointed as crap. This movie was not good. No, it was not. Number eight for me was Disappointment Boulevard and... That is exactly what this is, Disappointment Boulevard, because it did not come out this year. Still mm-hmm. want to see that, Mr. Phoenix. My number eight was Black Adam, and in quotations, I say there's no way that they can restore my hope. Uh, it 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 did, but didn't. I think in the next two weeks, we'll have a, a DC exclusive episode because the uh, a big announcement's coming out in the next week, probably by the time you hear this in a few days. But yeah, that was my number eight. Hold on to your binkies. My number seven is Knives Out 2, which at this point is not out, but it, yeah. other people have seen it and reviewed it. So, I don't know. We'll see We'll see what comes of that. But, Jaden? Yeah. My uh, number seven was The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Mm. I remember seeing that one. And we'll probably talk about that later. Yeah. Uh, number six, Killers of the Flower Moon did not come out this year. Yeah. My number six is Avatar 2. Also has not come out. It Well... It's so stupid. We're doing this in the in the past. It probably is out by the time you've heard this, but I haven't seen it yet. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, didn't think about that one. Same with Knives Out too. If you're like, guys, why didn't you not review it? It's out. We're recording this on a Monday. It doesn't come out till Thursday. Yeah, get wrecked. All right, number five, The Flash. That got pushed forward a year. If it's yep. still going to come out, which looking like it will, but. It's going to be very interesting to see how that's received. Yeah. My number five was Everything Everywhere All at Once. Ooh. I have something very specific to say about that later. Yes. uh, Number four for me is Lightyear. Definitely overhated. Number four for me is The Northman, but I swapped that out after we did the episode. Originally, it was The Flash. Um, And just like Ike said, The Flash was pushed. (laughs) Due to a lot of reasons, and we'll talk about that probably when it comes out. So They all rhyme with Bezra Biller. Yep. Anyways, Untitled Nintendo Movie, Mario Bros. Movie, was my number three and was pushed back, or pushed forward, rather. Yeah. So, But we did get some trailers. And it looks great. Yeah. In my opinion. My number three was Lightyear, and that may be the last time you hear about it. Oh, really? Didn't even make my honorable mentions. It was, I thought it was a good movie, though. It wasn't... Okay. It, it made my expectations, but it wasn't like... I don't know. It's a confusing movie. Fair enough. Uh, number two for me was The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent with Nicolas Cage. If you're trying to remember what that movie was, that's just the Nick Cage movie. Yeah. My number two hurts my soul because this was one of the worst movies of the year. Jurassic World Dominion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Struck Cole with that one. Uh, sorry about that one. And my number one, of course, was... Dun, 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 dun. The Batman. As was mine. So, yeah. Yeah. What was crazy about that was that, like, we saw it, like, probably like a month later, and then we kind of moved on to other things. Yeah. And obviously, that's originally what we built our channel around because it was Welcome Back to Gotham Geeks, uh, the best destination for all things Batman, DC, and more. Yeah. Back when we were even cooler people. Yeah. And we'll definitely talk about 
um, the Batman. I'd assume so. I know I will. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. So do we want to just dive into our lists? Let's hop right into it, bro. Um, you want me to go first? Go for it. All, all right. right, so my number 10. <laughs> I'm kidding. All right, go for it. Here's what we'll do. Uh, I'll do my all of my honorable mentions, briefly talk about them. You'll do yours, and then we'll like we just did, we'll rank them. And we'll go, obviously, more in depth on all of them. Um, but mm-hmm. for movies that haven't come out, that are I won't even consider an honorable mentions because they haven't come out yet, but I have Avatar 2 still and Knives Out 2. Uh, both aren't out. Or Knives Out 2 I had on my original list as questionable because we weren't sure if it was going to come out. Um, but for number six, oh, actually, I'm going to say this because I'll say all six. None of these are in a particular order. Um, number six, though, um, I have Elvis. Good movie. Um, Austin Butler should be in the running for one of the best performances of the year, but it was nothing that, it wasn't anything I didn't expect. Um, the next one that I have is Intergalactic. It was the Kid Cudi movie that came out on Netflix. Thought it was fantastic. Uh, you could kind of call it a superhero movie if you really want to. Uh, I'd say check it out. Number four was a surprise one for me because I didn't have any anticipation on seeing it, but I actually put Rainbow Analog on there oh. from the short film fest that we saw um, where Ike got the shivers. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll put, I'll put Rainbow Analog on there for mine as well. Yeah, and that's all that we'll say. Uh, number three for me, I put Fresh. Uh, it was a fresh movie. Hulu hey. original, that's all I'll say. Uh, highly encourage you to check it out. Do not watch a trailer because, oh my gosh, will you be surprised halfway through the movie. Thing. Would you Num- give, give it a fresh Rotten Tomatoes score? Oh, yeah. I think I gave it like an eight. It yeah. was certified fresh, as Rotten Tomatoes would say. That's fresh. The next movie I have is The Menu. Um, just came out. Was, I thought it was a really good movie. It wasn't a movie that I'd consider re-watching anytime soon, so that's why it didn't make my top ten. And the last honorable mention was a film that actually came out right at the end of last year, and if it came out this year, I would have put it in my top five, and that is The Harder They Fall. It was a Netflix Western movie. Um, but obviously, I can't really put that there just because, you know. It's against the rules. Yep. I will poke him with this big stick that I have and right he here. just did. And I sharpened it. You're bleeding, by the way. You should probably use that Hello Kitty band-aid you've been caressing for the past couple of minutes. Wait. Anyways, <laughs> never mind. Moving on from that, we got my honorable mentions, which are in no particular order. Everything, everywhere, all at once. I feel like this would actually make my top ten. It might be pretty high. But when I watched it, I kind of skimmed through a lot of the scenes because I was in a rush to you leave. Have someplace. Me actually looking. <laughs> How's that? I said you have me actually looking. Like I'm <laughs> oh yeah, there's definitely a Hello Kitty bandit there. Yeah, but um, no, I I did not. I mean, I watched this movie, but I didn't watch this movie. I skimmed through a lot of it. I want to rewatch it and I want to actually enjoy it for what it is. So I haven't given that like a fair chance yet. Uh, another uh, honorable mention is Top Gun. I thought it was wildly overrated, but still very entertaining. Um. Uh, I think it was impressive that they managed to be better than the original. Um, and then two other honorable mentions, the last two, would be kind of a surprising Halloween Ends, which oh, wow. I know might be a hot take, but I appreciated the different perspective that they filmed this in. It felt very unique and very different compared to all the other Halloween movies, and Michael Myers was barely even in it. I don't know if I've talked about this at all on the podcast before, but I I wouldn't say it's a very good movie, but I I very much appreciated it as a Halloween slasher yeah. movie. So that was cool. And then uh, Spirited with uh, Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell. It's I have a, yet to see it. I've heard it's really good, though. It's pretty funny. It's basically just uh, Richard Dickens on uh, steroids. Yeah. But, yeah, it was entertaining. Yeah, is that your list? 
That's my honorable mentions list. I am excited because some of those made my list, and some of them uh, I didn't, didn't even have didn't my honorable it, mentions. Yeah. So that's quite yeah. a quite uh, I can speak sometimes. Shows quite the diversity that we have yeah. with our excited. minds, especially because I think that our original top ten were so similar. Um, but my number ten, and this would have been higher if I only watched it once, but I actually saw it more twice in theaters. I have The Black Phone, um, an Ethan Hawke movie. Um, I thought it was a really, really good horror film, but it's not really horror. Uh, it's more like just suspense and intense. Um, a couple yeah. jump scares. Like we established last week's episode towards the end, uh, as Alan stated, um, jump scares do not make or break a horror movie. It's not the end-all, be-all. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought it was a really well-executed movie. Great cast. I, it was fantastic. Fantastic yeah. Ethan Hawke movie, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, had its moments. There's a really, quote-unquote, intense scene that I just found myself kind of laughing at because the acting's <laughs> a little over the top. Yeah. But overall, I thought it was a good movie. Definitely not one I would encourage to watch twice in the same week. It gets a little repetitive, but I, right. I think it deserved that number 10 spot. Fair enough. Uh, real quick, can I put these glasses on? I feel like I'll take yeah. myself a lot more seriously. Okay, I just have giant... Oh, they're metal. I'm putting on giant metal gold glasses never mind they don't sit on my head very well i'm gonna put those back i guess i'm not gonna be serious for the rest of this but my number 10 is the menu i just watched this i think it was almost exactly a week ago with jp and um i thought it was shot very well i really liked how uh, like you mentioned before like the whole thing with like the how they displayed the menu items yeah on screen but um i don't know i just felt like it was kind of lackluster in a lot of ways but yeah. i did appreciate other moments and then there was a who's the guy who played uh the beast and also tolkien who was like the no, exactly i don't know his name and your taylor joy's guy he was either way he was in the running for the batman i think he's a great actor but i don't think he's he would make a very good batman no, bat. and he's really he's a horrible person in the movie yeah spoiler the, alert but. yeah that is a spoiler but yeah. i thought he was kind of funny in moments just because oh, of how bad of a person he was yeah but yeah that's the my number 10 my number nine is a surprise because um, in every in a one particular category, this probably would have been like number one or two. But number nine for me, I actually have Wakanda Forever. I didn't expect a Marvel movie to get up there. Dang. Um, but I thought this was a fantastic movie. It's one of the few movies that I've been consistently thinking about over the past month. And maybe that has to do with the fact that the soundtrack is really good. Um, but I think that we talked about this a little bit in our original video, but there were a lot of concerns going into this movie, questions, how do you pull off Chadwick Boseman's death? How do you Mm -hmm. make the story continue? Um, I think that they did the best job with everything that they were dealt. Um, My huge, huge props go to Ryan Coogler, who is not just off of that movie, but mainly the Creed movies, has become one of my all-time favorite directors and a fantastic guy in general. Um, And I think that he did a really good job at rewriting this movie to work with the tragedy that happened. And yeah, I think that they pulled it off. Does it have its moments? Yeah, it's a Marvel movie. Um, But I just, overall, I thought it was really, really good. I loved the end credit scene, as I've said numerous times. And if you Mm -hmm. want to know more thoughts on Black Panther Wakanda Forever, listen to our last episode with Alan, which is titled... uh, Don't screw it up. If you screw it up, you're joining the list. Yeah, I gotta gotta think about this. Um, Like the hit list. Pressure's on. Shoot. I'll poke you with that yeah, stick I again, boy. I don't remember. It has a wacky title. That's all I know. This this stick has a wacky point. That's about it. 
but it won't be <laughs> punctured see, by a fire again. The Wizarding World of Wakanda's Dunes. There you go. That's the title. You definitely didn't look that up on Spotify. I totally right did not. But yep, that was my number nine. That's fair. My uh, number nine is Black Phone, which you already <laughs> talked about, yeah. which again, I liked it. Good horror movie. Um, a lot of times in movies, uh, kids acting kind of takes me out of it because I mean, kids can only act so much or so well. But in this movie, I thought the kids did like a pretty dang good job at acting. So that was mention that. Yeah, I agree. That made it feel more real to me. So I was like, wow, props to those kids. They're going to be great actors one day. Yeah, the main character, especially. I mean, they're great actors now, but even better. Oh yeah. Um, we're on number eight. Eight. So my number eight, and this one pains me to put at number eight, just based on the fact that it's it's a good movie. But the more I've thought about it, the the less I enjoy it. But I have nope. At number mm-hmm. eight, thought it was a really good movie the first time I watched it, and I thought this was this was one of the best horror movies I've seen in years, and it definitely fits my style of movie. I really like the sci-fi, trippy type of film, um, but the more I thought about it, the less I've enjoyed it. It's probably Jordan Peele's weakest movie of the three. It's very confusing if you don't understand all the hints. Um, we talked a little bit about Jordan Peele on one of our earliest episodes and I had a few criticisms that I also had criticisms of. And I think that this movie handles some of his criticisms really well. Um, overall though, the more I've sat on it, the, the, there actually, let me rephrase it. It is a good movie. There are more movies that I've thought of that I enjoy more as time has gone on than Nope. Um, so I have that at number eight. Yeah. I still have yet to see that. I've had a couple opportunities too. And then something always comes up, so I'll still I'll still watch it. Yeah, and I, I feel like I'll I'll probably like it, but I, I don't know if it'll if it make li- make the list. But anyways, my uh, number eight is uh, Wakanda Forever. Uh, it was a big shock again. Yeah, talked about it last week. Didn't think they could pull it off without Chadwick, and somehow I felt like I enjoyed it more than I did the first one. But big props to them. Love the music. Love how it was shot. Obviously. It's a Marvel movie, so I had a lot of my own qualms with it, but I'm not here to bash on it. I'm just here to give it the praise that it deserves. Yeah. Nine, or my number seven. Going backwards. Yeah, I'm going backwards for a second. <laughs> and All I right, don't know Ozzie. if you've seen this movie, but I have, and this could be a hot take because I've been seeing a recent controversy, uh, Barbarian. Oh, I need to see Another that. horror movie that I went into blindly, and I highly encourage you to watch this movie not knowing anything. Um. Ah, this is going to suck. I don't, I don't want to talk much about this movie. But yeah. this takes every trope that, or n- critique of the horror movie trope over the past, I want to say, 10 or so years, flips it on its head, actually executes a really good horror movie. The suspense is awesome. The camera work is awesome. The jump scares actually got me, which blows my mind because I feel like at this point, I'm, I'm, it's so easy to predict. Um, and it has one of the most satisfying endings of a horror movie I've seen in the past few years. And I I enjoyed every second. Um, just like Fresh, which I mentioned earlier, if you don't if you didn't know this was a horror movie, about thirty minutes in, you wouldn't expect a certain thing to go down. Even if you know it's a horror movie, there are certain things that happen that you're not gonna see coming. Um I didn't expect it to be as good as it was, and like I said, it's get it's I guess a little controversial, but I really liked it, and that made my number nine. Or, oh, wow, we are going backwards. You are going backwards. My number seven. Man, I really do wish that I had seen it, because I've never seen a movie or heard of a movie that was like this controversial. Among my friend group, I'm, yeah. I don't know like how like the general public 
uh, reviews, but most of my friends either like love it or, or they just hate it. Yeah. So I need, I really need to see that. Um, my number seven, not a mom, not my number nine, um, is Lightyear. Again, nice. This is just one of those movies where I felt like it was overhated for a lot of stupid reasons, and agreed. Um, I just felt like it was really tapping into my nostalgia. But even beyond that, I felt like it executed things that I didn't think it could execute, and it kind of just made for a nice little, I don't know, a real stay-at-home movie, like a real home video, as Harry Styles would say if he was talking about a movie you should watch at home, not at the theater. But anyways, I liked yeah. it. That Speaking of that movie, that didn't make anywhere anywhere <laughs> on my list and it i completely forgot not, it came out did not yeah. for me either and for good reason uh we're on number six right that we are yeah light light year was a movie that originally i had at number six um but the more i thought about it it's just a little forgettable it's a good movie like i said at the yeah. beginning um and it, in fact didn't even make my honorable mentions when i tallied up all the rest of the movies that came oh, out for shame. my number six and originally i probably would say this is top three was top gun maverick um, unlike Ike, I thought that it, it deserved, well, I, you said it was a good movie. It, 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 was a it deserves the praise yeah. that it was given, but it was like, this isn't like the yeah. greatest thing since sliced bread. And let's be honest, <laughs> sliced bread is overrated. I thought it was awesome. Um, I'll be honest when I first, when I, when I saw it the first time I say that I've only seen it once, um, like 30 minutes in, I didn't love it. I was like, okay, we've already seen this movie, but my goodness, the last hour happens and I was on the edge of my seat. Um, the theater I went in, fantastic experience. People were cheering. People going crazy over these dog fights. I think it's better than the original, and I don't think that's really a hot take anymore. I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of people agree. Um, and it just blows my mind how successful the movie is. It's actually about to come back into theaters. Oh, my gosh. Which, <laughs> which definitely isn't to make money. Yeah, it, it it's going to make a lot of money, and I think rightfully so. It's I would argue it's the most beautiful movie of the year just based on the fact that some of these shots, the way that they did it was really well done um my my big criticism with it is i don't think that i don't know it frustrates me that after 30 plus years that tom cruise is kind of the same guy Mm -hmm. sort of like people give criticism of luke skywalker and we've had the luke skywalker conversation we're not bringing it up again but i thought the the new cast was all great miles teller was a little all right settle down we get it he's attractive yeah yeah (laughs) um but overall, I thought it was a it was it was the best way to kick off the summer. I would say that's the best way to put it. This was a, a perfect yeah. summer movie. I would definitely agree with that. It's, it's a movie I'll be watching next summer. I'll say that much. So that was my number six. Same here. All right, my number six is Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. I don't remember a whole lot about this movie, but I do remember speaking like from like a movie theater uh, experience when we watched this with Gage. I remember just like absolutely loving it. It was just one of those. What was, what was that? Video was about to start. Oh, My video apologies. was about to start. But um, yeah, I just, I mean, I love Nick Cage, and this was a very Nick Cage esque movie. I don't think it's like a great movie by any stretch, but it was, it was solid, and it was a nice little like buddy fling movie, and I don't know, it's just entertaining. I liked it. Yeah, and that was a very good pick. That, like I had said, that was in my honorable mentions. For the same reason that I just don't remember much about it. I know that I, I know yeah. that we all really liked it when we saw it. Yeah. Um. But my number five, and I'm gonna be completely honest. I don't know what I expected with this movie, but this surpassed every single expectation that I put on it. And number five for me is 
Bullet Train. Oh my gosh, yeah. this movie was so good. I'll say oh. this from from five up, I have little to no issues with any of these movies. Mm-hmm. Bull, uh, and and let me start by saying this: Bullet Train is by no means a great movie. It has a lot well. of issues. It's honestly kind of crappy, but well. but it's a there's it's so much fun. It's like it's like the McDonald's of a blockbuster movie. I would say it's like the Chipotle. But I'll, we'll get to that later. That's fair. I, I only say McDonald's because people don't like McDonald's, but we all still get it. I, Taco Bell. Yeah. That's what I'll say. Because okay, I hate Taco on Taco Bell, Bell that's but, a, that's but I always one. get it. Yeah. It's such a safe option. And I saw this movie, that's I think, fair. four or five times in theaters. Never once did I not enjoy it. There are certain things that I actually never saw coming every time. There's little mm-hmm. details. This is one of those movies, and there's another movie on this list that I'll talk a little bit more about. Every single moment of this movie matters. You... There's not one minute that feels like it was wasted. Every conversation is important. The mm. twists and turns are important. There's one twist in particular, which I will not give away at the very end, that yep. I just lost my mind. Yeah. I thought it was amazing. <laughs> oh and my gosh. people who knew me knew that I was going to lose my mind, so I appreciated yeah. that. Thought it was a really, really well done movie. So that is my number five. Yeah. Um, and I think that Ike will probably be talking about this one in a little bit anyway. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll save my thoughts for it later. But um, my number five was Elvis. Uh, I remember when um, when Austin Butler was cast, I was like, okay, well, I don't, I don't really see the Elvis. I mean, I guess I could, but like, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm interested to kind of see what this movie will be like. And then I remember seeing it in theaters, thinking that it was paced very weirdly because it was very fast paced, but it would drug out for so long. But I remember by the end of the movie, uh, just sitting back realizing, wow, that was actually quite refreshing because i don't think i'd seen a movie quite like that in a while as far as biopics go i feel like biopics are getting like really overrated i agree i think um love and mercy is the best biopic to have been made and most people have i agree actually you do i haven't dude i forgot about (gasps) a fantastic movie we're gonna do an episode on that one day we should i may cry because that is a brutal movie to watch (laughs) oh yeah we need to have brian wilson himself on or paul dano we'll settle for either two whichever we can afford with our what nine (laughs) dollars or whatever (laughs) yeah i agree but um no, I definitely said that would be the best biopic, but I'd say this is probably a good like second or third. Um, I don't think it comes close to it, but it's still very. It made me kind of like reignite my love for Elvis's music and kind of made me have a bit of sympathy for him at the time or different uh, people or cultures at the time as well. But it was just very well shot and everything. Yeah. So lots of praise to give. Not the greatest movie, but still entertaining. Yeah, I'm also gonna just add another mention, honorable mention, because I forgot it existed. Uh, the House. It was a Netflix stop motion movie. That's all I'll say. I've talked a little bit about it back when we first started the podcast. I apologize to the makers. I forgot it came out. But my number four and Bullet Train, I think, was rightfully placed at number five because number four through one is, dude, depending on the day, this could be my number one movie. So it's going to be really difficult to rank these. But number four, I have The Northmen. Um, this was the, mm, did you watch this? This is another one where I had the chance to, but I chose to do work instead. Yeah, I really this was I the best theater experience of the year for me. Um, let me put this into perspective because we're going to have to talk a little bit about this. This was a, this movie was up against a massive wall. It is, um, and, you know, it's, it's based in Norwood culture at a very specific time where men are like, you know, really racist, <laughs> uh, sexist. Oops. Sounds a lot like today, to be honest. Based Sigma, (laughs) what do we call them? Yeah. So this movie had a lot of, you know, a lot of people that were going to have an issue with this, and I knew this going in. 
but I went to go see this with three of my friends, and we walked into a theater of exclusively like men in their 20s <laughs> and i oh, have not no. had so much fun watching a movie it's brutal it's disgusting and i'll be honest a lot of the disgusting stuff i know that it's depicted accurately it's a little much but my gosh there were some deaths that and <laughs> i'm gonna sound horrible there are people that died in this movie that we wanted to die so bad that when their heads got cut off or their freaking hearts got ripped out or their ribs got crushed, we like all lost our minds. Like oh Captain America just picked up Mjolnir or something like that. I yes. thought it was an absolute blast. It's the only movie I've ever watched that like, I think we were at the theater for four hours after the movie just talking about how much we enjoyed it. Really? All for all for different reasons. Ike, I encourage yeah. you to watch it. Everybody else... I encourage you to watch it. I do, I will say, take it from the perspective that this is based off of history. Yes, it is really messed up and it takes things really far, but it's depicted the way that it should be depicted. Um, Vi- mm. Spoiler alert, Vikings are not supposed to be glorified <gasps> for positive things that they did. What? You mean how um, to train a dragon lied to me? <laughs> yeah, how how am I going to learn to train my dragon now if I can't even trust them? How to train a dragon right. is a bit of a lie, but fantastic movie. Be- uh, probably the best day 24 movie. Or one of the best A24 movies of the year. Unfortunately, just didn't do well at the box office, but I'm glad yeah. it's out. Lighthouse Maker made it, so that is my number Lighthouse four. Lighthouse is fantastic, but I need to definitely see that, boost yeah. my testosterone, and release my inner Patrick Bateman, apparently. <laughs> but um, my number four, did you say that was your number four? Yep. Number four. My number four is Prey. This was a movie that I heard you say really good things about, yeah. and I agree with you. I wish they didn't advertise it as a Predator movie. And I wish it had a theater release. It, I think it maybe did for like a day it was or like two a, or whatever. A, a week sneak a week. peek or something like that. Okay, yeah, that that was that's lame. I would have loved to see this in the theaters because I felt like that would have enhanced my experience like so much more. But I agree. from what I did see, absolutely loved the main character, Naru. I think she did a fantastic job. And I thought that it was intense. I thought it kind of had me on the edge of this my seat a lot of the at a lot of points. But just overall it was just very enjoyable. And I thought that it was quite entertaining. I've definitely said entertaining about a lot of times this episode. Numerous times, but Numerous rightfully times. so. Fair enough. I mean, that is what movies are supposed to do, entertain. Mm-hmm. And my number three segues into what his number four was, and I'll be honest, this movie like made my entire year more than any other movie on this list based on the fact that I adore the Predator series. And like... Ike just said, it's a little frustrating that you knew it was a Predator movie, um, but I didn't watch a trailer, no nothing. I had little to no expectations. I didn't know when it was set, nothing. I knew a Prey movie was co- a Predator movie was coming out. I'm like, sick. I'm going to watch this. Mm-hmm. I think I gave it like a 9.5 out of 10. I think it's a nearly perfect movie. It's incredible. Yeah. It restored my hope for what a Predator movie could look like. Um, we're going to do a full episode on this one day because as... A secret, secretly closeted predator connoisseur. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> what I'll say. Um, sorry. It sounds you very me off guard yeah, for it's, the first three words. It sounds very questionable. <laughs> secretly closeted. <laughs> I'm sorry. Continue. Yeah. Fortunately, he let me finish. Otherwise, <laughs> this cutoff would have been <laughs> wild. That would have been interesting. We would have seen Chris Hansen pop in. Like, yeah. hey, today's guest. <laughs> Chris yeah, Hansen. this is actually a Chris Hansen video. No, but walls. I love the Predator series. None of them are good movies until this movie, and this is one of the best movies of the year. Unfortunately, it was a Hulu release. Yeah. But visually, 
I didn't have an issue with it. Looked mm-hmm. beautiful. Um, it's the majority of the movie is actually spoken in native tongue, which is mm-hmm. awesome. Love um, that. One of the cool things, and I, I haven't mentioned this yet, and you may not even know this, and you, you may have. I may have already told you off offline. Um, this movie actually has two releases. Yeah. One movie was shot and released that has um, that's in English, which is the main one. But they actually reshot every single scene and done it in entirely in the native culture tongue, which is awesome. I want to see that. Version. I haven't watched that version yet, but just seeing the behind the scenes on. You know, they filmed one scene. They're like, all right, we're going to have to redo the scene. How do we trade? Like, the camera work, apparently, you cannot tell the difference. Everything, there. this is basically two movies in one, which I just think is mind-blowing. The dedication to Dang. a movie that released on Hulu. But that makes me love it all the more. Yeah. It's unbelievable for a movie and easily my, the most entertainment and joy I've gotten out of a movie this year. Um so yeah, that was my number three, and good That's... catch on my part, and good catch on Ike's part for letting me finish. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. But yeah, very entertaining movie. And I, I watched um the original Predator, like maybe it's not very a couple good. of weeks after that, and I was like, ooh, this yeah. is like really boring. But anyways, my number three is The Batman, actually. Again, maybe you have it rated higher because, or maybe, I don't even know if you have it on your, on your list or not, but... um. My experience was a little bit lesser than yours because I watched all the trailers and the trailers did kind of yeah. spoil the movie. But regardless, visually, this was my favorite movie of all year, of of the entire year. This this the cinematography is like exactly how I would want to shoot a movie one day, and just the tone and the acting I thought was fantastic. And that's a, it's everything that I want in a Batman movie. Unfortunately, there were just there really weren't any surprises. That's yeah. the only thing for me is there was a lack of like surprises. So I'm hoping they kind of make up for that later. But everything else about the movie, I just I adore. I love the music, love the acting, love the tone, all of it. I just mm, so good. That I'm 100 percent gonna agree with because that is also my number two. Hey yo, the Batman. I'm interested um, to see what your number one is now. Sonic two. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, I do. I, I feel like we've talked enough about this. If you want to hear us talk about the Batman, watch episode one, three, <laughs> five, six, six seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Basically, every episode we talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, unlike Ike, though, I didn't watch any trailers other than the teaser trailer. And I think that this, between this and my number one, I think this is consistently a better film. Like Bullet Train, I don't think that any minute really has gone to waste. There's a few scenes that they could have trimmed a couple lines, but mm-hmm. the movie's super important. Um I have, okay, Liam, never mind. Liam, if you're listening to this episode, bro, quit quit being a complete bum. Yeah, um, bum. <laughs> Don't make me stick this in your bum. I'm talking Ayo. about the sharp stick that's been in your leg for a while now. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm still bleeding out. Um, But getting back on the track, it was everything that I wanted and more. I'm super pumped for the Penguin show series miniseries whatever they call it whenever it comes out mm-hmm. um, Robert Pattinson I think has hit the nail on the coffin as in my opinion he's the best Batman as Bruce Wayne obviously needs a little bit of work um, intentionally I will add it's not by any flaw it is he's intentionally written that way so that he can progress but continue. yes yes that's what I was about to reiterate that um, one and I'll, I'll say this I don't have really many issues like I said I think it's a nearly a perfect movie my Favorite Batman movie? 
I still can't get over the debate. What's better, this or The Dark Knight? It's so it's comparing apples and oranges. Yes, it's it really it's hard is. to say. This is the best Batman movie, but The Dark Knight's the best Joker movie. Um, Dark Knight's nothing without Joker. Change my mind. Exactly. I will say this, and this is a change of heart on my part. Um, I really like Andy Serkis. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't crazy on him originally, but if you have seen Andor, which we're going to talk, I guess we'll probably talk shows. <gasps> Andy um, Serkis is an Andor? I'm going to get to that. Okay. Sorry. You'll hear a little bit I'm more about Andy Serkis when we talk in our cinema segments episode, but based on that show alone and how much pra- I'm going to go into an Andy Serkis praise for like five minutes in, in that, ep- and when we get to our go second episode. But Andy Serkis in Andor truly made me appreciate how what a beautiful man that we have as mm-hmm. Alfred. Um, like I said, yeah. there's a lot more progression that Bruce Wayne has. There's a lot more progression that Alfred has. I think the villain was great. I I'm just saying things we've said a hundred times. Yeah, yeah. I think I think we both yeah we both had this at our number one, and it wasn't either of our number ones, which hey surprised. Um, but yeah, great movie overall. Oh um, yeah, one that I can rewatch any day and not get bored. So it's that was my number two. It's unbelievable how they managed to get Andy Serkis's like motion capture to look just like Andy yeah, Serkis in real life. Impressive. The the freaking graphics that we're working mm-hmm. with nowadays are insane. He's always been in mocap. Anyways, number two for me, as you mentioned earlier, is uh, earlier rather is Bullet Train. I cannot oh, yeah. just express just like how many different genres this movie covered, and just every second felt. Not necessarily side-splitting humor, but just like a, a constant, just like flow of, of like laughter was coming from my bosom. I guess that's where laughter can come from. But it was just, just so unbelievably enjoyable. Like I loved, like the casting was all was was perfect. It felt like a Western movie at times. It felt like a Japanese anime movie at other times. Yep. It felt like a comedy movie at other times, and. Then I realized towards the end, wait, this really is just a Deadpool movie without Deadpool. Mm-hmm. And then I was surprised. <laughs> but moving on from that, I was surprised, uh, to save myself, surprised to hear that the Deadpool 2 creators were the ones who made it there. You like that safe? Yeah. Anyways, absolutely would recommend this. Uh, our buddy uh, Chris, uh, who you'll probably see on here in an episode here soon, uh, just watched it like a couple days ago with his girlfriend, and he thought it was fantastic. Yeah, I will but, also reiterate because neither of us have said this yet, so I'm establishing, not reiterating, justice for Tangerine Man. Oh, he yeah. deserves the world. Dude, we need to see a Lemon Tangerine uh, spinoff. Yep. I would 100% pay money to see that. Oh, that would be so yeah. good. Um, Anyways. And, and then my number, number one. one. Oh, drum roll, please. I'm talking to you, audience. Why I'm not hearing any drum rolls. You are, What the darns? You are failing. You are failing as an audience member and a human and I will take this stick and I will poke you with it right now. If oh, I yeah. do not hear a drum roll, it should sound like this. Yeah. So, so, something like that along those lines. But My I'm number one. The best Morbin movie. No, I'm kidding. There <laughs> we go. Say, Morbius. I was going to say Morbius. Um, my number one movie is one that Ike had already previously talked about, and that was Everything Everywhere All at Once. Okay. Um, He skimmed through it. I watched every second of this. Again, I didn't watch any trailers for this movie. I don't know what it was. Something about the poster intrigued me, and I'm like, this is going to be a really good movie. And boy, I thought it wasn't just a great movie. It was the best movie of the year. Um, There's so much in this movie that's going on, and I'm not going to say much. I just think that you should watch it. It's beautifully shot. 
I mean, like Bullet Train, it actually takes like a million genres, throws them into one. The level of detail in these movies. And it's impressive because at the end of the day, and maybe a spoiler alert, but not really, this movie ultimately lies upon the hands of a mother and daughter and them working through their differences. Mm -hmm. But it's done in such a unique way that another film that involves the multiverse, maybe by the name of Doctor Strange, did not do very well. Um, this was just an absolute blast in the theaters. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't have anything negative to say about this movie. I, I knew that it was going to be good, but I was, it surpassed my expectations. It may make like top 10. I don't know if he actually watched it and, you know, like fully focused, but no, I, I, I definitely was not fully focused and I was definitely yeah. skimming through it, but it, I will. It is a beautiful it. movie. There's one scene in particular that I hope when just based on one particular scene, I hope this movie gets cinematography of the year. It's not going to though. It, honestly, it's probably going to be the Batman. Rocks. It it may involve Dwayne Johnson. I'll say that much. So well, there you go. Anyways, my number one is everybody knows what this is: the Banshees of Inisherin. Also, have not seen this. Yes. So not a very uh, highly propagated. What's the word I'm looking for? Or profitable movie. Profitable. Yeah. It wasn't really put out there that Publicized. much. Publicized. That's the one. Thank you, editor. Um, the Banshees of Inisherin is a story about two guys, and one of them decides, you know, I don't really want to be your friend anymore, and that's literally the movie. That's that's what the movie is. The the one dude's like, I'm not going to be your friend, and then he's like, no, but I want you to be my friend. No, I don't want you to, but I want you to be my friend. No, I don't want you to. That's the entire movie, and it takes place in the most boring part of Ireland in between, like, three houses. How this movie could be entertaining, I have no idea. But when you watch this, I think the director was maybe trying to make a point because he also made a movie called In Bruges, which I also think is fantastic. Mm -hmm. With these same two leads, by the way, uh, Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson. But with the acting, but with the dialogue in particular, he managed to to make such like a boring premise and in, in such a boring place yeah. and make it just so unbelievably hilarious. And so the writing is so creative and just so so witty. I, I I was not necessarily blown away, but I was just like, wow, I could only hope to become like half the writer that this guy is or make half the movie that this is because I, I, I really need to see this movie again. But if you have not seen this movie or have not heard this movie, don't watch the trailer. The trailer doesn't like add anything to it, but like it goes places where you're like, whoa, what the heck? <laughs> okay. It's because... It sounds boring, but then a lot of stuff happens, and you're just left with wow, just just that expression, just wow. So big, big props. Yeah, it's a movie I also need to see. But those are our list of films. It's it's shocking how different they were from the beginning of the year. Um, and honestly, I I feel good about most of my list. I liked your list, and I knew that ours weren't going to be very similar. But I think that that's the beauty of. The show, it would have been boring if our number 10s were literally the exact same copy and paste movie. Quite. Um, of these 10, which were the movies? That, well, I think Bullet Train's the easy answer for both of us. I was going to say that you have the most entertainment out of, but... Yeah, Bullet Train definitely would have been the most entertaining, but um, Benches of Industry was also really entertaining for a yeah. different reason. It wasn't fast-paced, but it was very yeah entertaining. I'd say for me, Prey was the most entertaining movie. And okay, I, yeah, that's fair. I got to watch this in a house by myself at one in the morning and just knowing that I could say whatever I want made it so much easier because I was able to lose my mind and not get I embarrassed. I say nuts. Yeah. I was able to say darns. No, I'm kidding. I thought that it was oh, my favorite. 
experience. But with good movies, there also come bad movies. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, we can't do a top 10 because I don't think that either of us watched 10 complete garbage movies. But if you yeah. were to... Like, what are your the three biggest disappointments of the year, I would well, say? Well, I mean, it's not even very creative to say, but Multiverse of Badness and yeah. Thor are definitely there. But, um, shoot, of 2022, it's like another bad movie that I saw. I will say Thor was more disappointing than Multiverse of Madness because I thought Thor was going to be incredible, and it was incredibly terrible. That's fair. Um, I can't put Morbius on there just based on the fact that I thoroughly enjoy the movie because it's it's really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Man, this stinks. Movies like Uncharted. I, I Again, bad movie, but I really enjoyed it. Moonfall, oh. the expectation was mid. I, I could put Moonfall, but... Don't worry, darling. Yeah, I was going to say that next. Don't worry, darling was a huge disappointment. I still gave it a, a positive rating just based on the fact that, you know, Florence Pugh's in the movie. Florence Pugh's husband, Harry Styles, which was also your number one most listened to. <laughs> yeah, so this movie should have been my number one. Uh, yeah, I would say underrated. No, it's not underrated. Overrated. That's what I meant. Overrated, overrated. movie that I actually had on my list was the Adam Project. I thought you were going to mention that. It was. It was just kind of meh. No. Okay. There were a few teary-eyed moments. They really hit Holmes with the with the with the father son relationship. Uh, you know, good yeah. on them, but it wasn't. It was very disappointing. I oh, I forgot this movie came out this year. All right, my biggest disappointment of the year, other than uh, I'll be serious, it was probably Morbius. Two yeah. of them I have. Understandable. Spiderhead, which Netflix movie. No need to watch it. Hey, yo, what? But I think that this was the most disappointing movie of the year, and I thought this was going to be in my top ten. The Gray Man. Oh. Forgot it came out. Severely mediocre. Did nothing that I nothing good. I'm gonna be honest. Not one person seemed like they really cared. It seemed like a paycheck movie for everybody. Dang. Including Ryan Gosling. And I love you, Ryan. Man, you're supposed to do good. That's such a shame because I remember before this year, I was looking forward to it. I was too. And I don't even think I it made it to the honorable mentions of the beginning of the year. No. Based on how bad it was received. Yeah. I never watched it. Well, it came out in the middle of this year. Everybody told me not to. And it re- reiterated the fact that the Russo brothers need to relax, realize that Marvel actors are not the only actors. Chris Evans has shockingly done a horrible job at playing a villain, like worse than he ever has. And I did not really like him in Knives Out. I did not really like him in Knives Out either. Yeah. It's just a bad movie. There's nothing great about it. I've said in my review, and I said on the podcast, like the last 40 minutes... It picks up to another level that it's like really good, but everything that comes before it does not make that ending any better. So I'd say that's probably the most disappointing movie of the year, um, at least for me. Fair enough. I don't know what you would say your least favorite or most disappointed would be. I don't worry, darling. It's relatively fair. It's just uh, trying to be something that it wasn't. Acting yeah. was very bad. Oh, I did this. For you. Well, even Harry Styles was like, he was the saving point of that movie for me, honestly. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I uh, Another movie that I would put there that I can't because I haven't seen the extended version would be Jurassic World Dominion, but I've heard the extended cut is significantly better. And just like uh, Justice League, which is complete cancer, um, and I'm not trying to say that that is the same thing as the Snyder cut, 
But in Dominion, there are very clearly moments that feel very rushed, and it feels like there's a bunch of scenes missing. And I believe the extended cut is like 30 extra minutes, but I've heard it's miles and miles better. So if I check that out, maybe it'll actually make its way back into my top 10, but I don't think that it will. Man, what a shame. But yeah, that's honestly all that we have. That's all, folks. Yeah, I guess let us know what your favorite movie and maybe your favorite and least favorite we always like to know on either side let us know if you change anything because obviously all of our this is all opinion based on us personally um Jaden, when does this episode get released uh this will probably come out the day that avatar and knives out 2 come out so you guys can really get on us which will be thursday when? thursday the 15th yeah all right so if thursday the 22nd we do not receive on backstage cinema's instagram at least 10 of you saying at least your top five. I will take this stick that I'm poking Jaden with and I will continue to poke him until we get 10 more. And believe I me, like it. you may you may think, oh, it's funny, We're, oh, Jaden's getting poked. No, it won't be funny. Yeah, Chris Hansen's really coming out. I'll move up and I'll move down and I'll move all around <laughs> until the man looks like like a leopard with leprosy. And you don't want to see that. Nobody wants to see that. <laughs> Not even you, Eric. Yeah, Eric, get on our level. Or you, Zach. Follow us back. Gosh darn it. Yeah. G dang. Uh, hashtag justice for backstage cinema. Zach, follow us back. Anyways, boys and girls, we'll see you in a few days. Merry Christmas, as always. Um, and you're about to hear what our favorite shows are in three, two, one.